about as good an intro as you guys are going to get. Welcome to geek to geek a free-for-all podcast. I am one of your hosts, Josh Barnett, alongside Evan Swafford. Yeah! Yeah! I haven't done one of these in a real long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chuck Nally. Hey, guys. I'm still on the show. <laughs> and Trey Elliott. Yo. Ooh. I don't like how that started out. I need some more excitement out of you, sir. Yo! What the fuck, man? <laughs> The Josh Barnett story. So All right, I've taken over you hosting. Muted. Yep, I've taken over hosting uh, duties here. Um, <laughs> this week we're going to do a yeah. potluck. Josh is not invited. Uh, mm. He's merely here to listen. He brought green Make bean. Sure he brought green bean casserole. Oh, Gross. that bitch! Gross with generic cornflakes on top. Cornflakes. Yeah. What the fuck kind of green no, bean? Casserole? No one can hear you, Josh. The right kind. It's like cornflakes. Everybody puts corn. It's the crispy layer on the top. The crispy layer are those fucking onions. You can do onions. You can do breadcrumbs. A lot of people do fucking cornflakes. Josh, Nazis. No, you get frosted flakes. It's delicious. Oh, God damn it! I Ooh, frosted. <laughs> You're so full of shit. You've never I'm, done that. I'm intrigued. I could do that. You wouldn't. Also, yeah, clearly cornflakes is the best thing to put on. No, it is. Oh, it's a little onion things, but the it's, cornflakes are yes, good on there. Yes, it is absolutely the if onion If you're things. balling on a budget with your green bean casserole, it's cornflakes. Oh, it's not like, maybe if we're talking about like the bagged version of it, like the the like, like bottom the shelf. Brand? Yeah. What do you get, your, your cornflakes free range or something? <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> all bags. Uh, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You, I there's do now. The, there's the high quality in the boxes, and then there's like. like it's like wine. There's cornflakes and there's like corn uh, chitlins or is, corn chips. There is nothing wrong Chits. with a good boxed wine. I've gotten just hammered drunk <laughs> off a of boxed wine. You get boxed wine. Like, hey, does it, am I the only one wine, that eh? would prefer uh, that would prefer just green beans to green bean casserole? Yes. Oh, I would. I enjoy. No, some I would good much green beans, prefer green beans. Oh, to green bean casserole? Uh, over green bean casserole, absolutely. I'm yeah, a green I'm bean casserole way. guy. Actually, I don't dislike green, green, green bean casserole. My I just beans in My wife makes a mean green bean. Absolute best. That's good. Yeah, it's I delicious. appreciate that it's delicious and it rhymes. Yes. I actually make a good uh, green bean. We gotta cut up some bacon. Is it mean there, though? Well, yeah, Jay always puts bacon in there. You just make one green bean? Yeah, that doesn't seem that hard. It's giant though. It fills up the whole thing. And I make it by opening the stove and just holding it in the middle there for like an uh, hour and a half. I like okay. to think that he uses like one of those tiny forks that he used to get inside of a crab claw. And that he's just like, <laughs> I want crab. I, I want to eat crab right now. I'm glad you corrected that. I do want crabs, though. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. Yeah, well. <laughs> Pollock. Yep. That's the natural transition. Uh, you know? That's my talk it. topic. Crabs. Talk it? What? Talk it. What's on the docket today? Talk it. Um, Evan. It's yeah. been a while since you've been on a geek to geek. Been a while. What's your topic? <laughs> Trey likes. You know what's funny? Trey likes some stained. No, you know what's funny is that you do it in a little girl voice. It was awesome. Okay, I How was about seen? to say if if Josh would have said that, we all would went. Ugh. Yep. Because he did it like two weeks ago, and you went. Ugh. Yeah, you, you didn't gotta, sing it. Like, you, you just like got little, kicked in the balls. Yeah, you go falsetto. Cartman. Yeah. All right. Evan, topic. Topic, Evan. Questions? Questions? Jackal? I should buy a boat. Uh, mine is comic books, because I read 
twenty nine yesterday. I was trying to catch up a God little bit. Damn it, Evan. What? Twenty nine. Yeah. Go and on. go on. That's cool. I've been waiting because I've been uh, wanting to talk about injustice and uh, rebirth and all that. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> that would fall into it. I wanted to know. I was there was a really cool like splash page, and uh, that's a staple of comics. Is like a big like. One huge page, but not just that. Even just a panel. I want to talk about what are the most, some of the most like iconic, like badass comic book panels. Because I think that's really what makes a, a can make or break an entire series. Sometimes. I mean, I think. I mean, for me, easily, it's when the Joker comes out of the acid bath and the Killing Joke, and he's just realized that he's fucked up for the rest of his life, and there's like all the haws behind him, and he's got his. His hands and his hair. Okay, that's what that one it is. Seems I've seen yeah. that, but I didn't know that was him coming out of the acid bath. Yep. It's the only one that comes to my mind. I don't read enough comics to really have any sort of opinion on this. But oh, I mean, come on. There's several. I mean, the Dark Knight Returns where he's jumping like this and the lightning bolt in the, the background. The one that's like kind of used for the cover now. It's used for almost everything now. Yeah. Uh, him punching Superman the first time like when they're no, fighting. It's just ridiculous, though. This is still a really cool splash page. Uh, how about the one where uh, uh, Superman and Wonder Woman are kissing in midair uh, from the New 52? The, even not Don't reading, disregard me because you can't remember <laughs> shit. I can't. It, even not reading DC, like I, I can remember like DC ones. Like when I read uh, uh, Blackest Night, mm-hmm. like the splash page with like all like the undead characters. Oh like, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, that was super. It's cool, like man. when I think about it, like that's the splash page I remember. Or like we read uh, Secret Wars. Uh, God, it's been almost two years. Jesus yep. Christ, that is crazy. Um, and towards the uh, end of uh, Ultimate End, which is a spinoff book, but where they were literally ending the Ultimate Universe in Marvel, which had been a big thing for over a decade, the splash page of uh, multiple splash pages of like just full two page, two page uh, all across of every single Ultimate character still alive, and them slowly fading out. Of the universe, yeah, as you like, flip which the pages. represents them dying in this massive, epic final battle against Doom and his forces <clears throat> and all this stuff. Like it was so fucking cool, and it just, like it just it was a mediocre series, and like <coughs> that wasn't giving the Ultimate Universe the ending it deserved, and it changed in like with one splash page. Is all I had to do. Um, for me, the stuff that I remember are more covers and less splash pages, though. I mean, like. And Kingdom, covers can count. Yeah. Kingdom Come, the the Alex Ross, just like every DC hero. Um, in his amazing style, is a fantastic cover, uh, at least for the graphic novel. Uh, it, there, there's two the, of them, too, by the way. Two, well, actually, there's three. There's one with all the heroes, one with all the classic villains, and one with all the new-style villains like Magog and all those. Yeah, but, like, is the Alex Ross, Joker, and Harley? That is just art he did, right? That's not actually a splash page in any It way. is a uh, comic book cover for an alternate version of a comic book cover for Mad Love. Okay. I mean that would absolutely be one that stands out for me. It's it's one of the more iconic. Uh, I mean Nightfall. The I mean that Bane Bane breaking, breaking his in the back. back. I mean that's yeah. one of the most famous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, uh, Lois Lane holding Superman's corpse uh, with it's, the flag and the flag in Superman. the background. I was going to say that the Superman's huge. cape tattered on the pole. Basically, yeah. like yeah, yeah, not the American flag. It's Superman's cape. You're right. Yeah, I remember that that comic book in general, the Death of Superman. Like I still have that book that's like in the black plastic with the red. Yeah, and that, but that's what it. you remember too, though. Yeah, and I also have um, the the initial the first time that Aunt May died in Spider Man. It's a yeah, it's a blue cover with like the Aunt May tombstone. That's like a, a separate like page, basically. Because comics, it's usually like a big death of what you're going to remember these yeah. by. But uh, like for mine, like not even uh, like a major character, but uh, Jonathan Hickman's run on uh, Fantastic Four. 
uh, where they're fighting uh, the Annihilation Wave, uh, which is part of the ne- negative zone. And like, if you don't know what that, it, like, it's li- billions and billions of like these bug-like creatures, like endless numbers. And they're trapped there, and uh, the only way to get out, they have this portal, but someone has to stay behind. And it's where they kill off uh, Johnny Storm. Uh, Good. Not long. And Johnny Storm's not even <laughs> one of my favorite characters, though. But like, he is a super powerful dude that has like a lot of history in Marvel. And, like, he has this epic thing where, like, Ben Grimm is staying behind, who is depowered, like, at that point while in the negative zone. And Johnny pushes him through, and they have their, like, quick goodbyes. And he turns around and literally, like, impossible numbers of Annihilation Wave. And he just is kind of – and Johnny Storm Bravado is, like, a billion to one. And he's like, you think that scares me? And then he just screams, do you think that scares me? And he just massive flame on as he goes like supernova as he's just overwhelmed. It's badass. God, it's so yeah. cool. I think Marvel, I think of the first Civil War with uh, that splash page with Captain America and Iron Man where he's just both sides in the his shield. And he's oh, gotcha. that they replicated in the movie very Correct. well. It, almost identical. Yeah. It was awesome Whatever. god it was yeah. good there's the one that big splash page two of just like that in in that like final battle where it's just cap and iron man like kind of like leaning in towards each other and then behind them on either page see it's to just me like, i didn't even care about the other people oh. it was all about like that that one moment to me was so iconic i mean that's very similar to the um the very first uh uh tom mcfarlane venom uh cover for uh spider-man it was just yeah. like that's just something you just can't unsee. It's so awesome. Cap dead on the steps. That's probably the actually most famous one from Civil War. It's just him there with Nick Fury and uh, uh, Sharon Carter. Kind of speaking of that, and this is uh, much more recent, um, but I, I'm at a disadvantage here too because of my memory sucks so bad. But That's fair. Um, in Civil War II, which was not <laughs> certainly not anywhere near as good as the first Civil War, no. um, but there is a, a point. The, the whole premise of that is that there is a inhuman that can basically see the future. And Iron Man is very opposed to, like, using that in human to, like, for law enforcement purposes. And Captain Marvel is very in favor of, like, basically predicting the future and arresting people before they commit crimes. Um, and that's that's kind of what the whole Civil War is about. But anyways, they have, uh, th- this inhuman, his name is Ulysses, basically has a um, a vision of Miles Morales, the, the newer Spider-Man. Killing um, Cap. Killing Cap. Yeah, and there's this that. huge splash page of, like, it's Miles awesome. Morales holding Cap. And he's, yeah, like, impaled. Yeah, impaled. He's got this, like, thing sticking through his chest. Um, and it's, man, it's fucking badass. Um, more recently in the Marvel Universe, the Hail Hydra. Dude. Yeah, that is it's a so pretty great. iconic I know panel. how stupid it sounds if you haven't read it, of what they're doing with Cap. It's the most interesting it's been really since cool. It's so good. Um, for X-Men and just Marvel in general, but the biggest thing that happened to X-Men in the past 20 years is the splash page of only Wanda on the page whispering, no more mutants. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. What about uh, Magneto that? ripping all the adamantium out of Wolverine? I've got that on my list. That- or when he... Throws out his bone claws for the first time, and he's on his knees, just screaming my, in pain. My on the fa- those are in, you awesome. just named two and three of my favorite <laughs> ones. My favorite Wolverine one, Days of Future Past, when he gets a fastball special at yep. Master Mold, and he just spins and literally blows like just a adamantium skeleton lands on the ground um, as you see all of his awesome. flesh like peeling off. That's awesome. Not it's to so good. tangent 
at all, but what do you think of the X Men controversy right now? I was I was he's actually going to bring up that panel because it is it's iconic in the in a way you don't it want was to be iconic. And uh, he's definitely fired. Oh yeah, oh, he's, he's officially fired. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, <laughs> he had a statement that says my career's over. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Like, mm, see you guys. It like, was, this is the repercussions so from what I did. It was stupid. Into I don't think he meant it as hateful as it's being portrayed, but, but it is quoting it's tone deaf. Yes, and it's quoting a verse that is often taken out of context by Islamic extremists, and that is one of the verses they use to justify terrorism. For and those, it is a book about. I was it, just about is, to say. Yeah, it's a quote about uh, how uh, people of Islam faith should not follow uh, Christians or, or Jews uh, as their leaders or you know associate with them, and in a book that is. In its history, only about inclusion. inclusion that, that is a, that is exactly yeah. The mutant, like the whole point of the mutant story, and is inclusion and and I mean, isn't Kitty Pride in the Jew, foreground yeah. of that shot she is too? The, yeah, and she's the leader of the new book that it, he wrote on that got yeah. one. And when it sucks because he was a talented artist too, um, but I mean, I I. It sucks for him. It was totally a stupid thing he shouldn't have included, even though yeah, it sucks for him I don't to a degree, think it was but intended. Yeah, in, but if you do something like that way, in, in yeah. a medium where you're you're publishing a, a thing to millions of people, it, like it only sucks because he's basically blacklisted at this point. Like I could see an indie like an indie comic yeah, maybe picking him yeah. up a label. He'll, he'll pick up work somewhere. He's a, I mean he's a really good artist. Plus he could like, probably find work under a pseudonym too. That, a pseudonym he is the only thing I think of. Because I, I can imagine he'll like, be all right. Yeah, yeah he, he won't have the career he, path he was on. And he heard it, and it's there's like, there's prices about, to pay for what you do. I mean, you have consequences, but like dedicating your whole life to learning a craft and getting a career in that craft, and then he doesn't deserve break, the fanboy internet hate that he's going to well, get. Almost no one does in any situation. Correct. It's also a news cycle. In 24 hours, people forget all about yep. that. That is 100. Yeah, and I'm sure in the industry it may take a year or two, but yeah. In the meantime, I mean, he's a good enough artist. He can pick up. I don't think he, he won't be blackballed forever. He's too talented. They're not quite as much known for, but any indie comic splash pages you remember? I mean. Lori dying and or Glenn dying in Walking Dead. Or oh, yeah, what are we compa- like? Are we considering like Image indie? In Say a way? anything besides Marvel DC. Those are technically Spawn's got even. a ton of them. There's a couple of ba- like there's a couple Spawn of real badass. Spawn is just splash pages. Yeah, that's all he is. That is Spawn. That is <laughs> like, there's, a, there's a couple great. of real badass ones of him like sitting on a throne, basically like early, early Spawn, like mm-hmm. shadows all about. around him, like you know, hand up, claw up on the fucking like. Arm of the throne, like one it's of my badass. One of my favorites is in uh, Preacher, actually, where Jesse walks into what I think they're going to do this year, where he goes to, like the family and everyone's shooting at him, and he walks in a room and everyone points their gun and starts firing, and he just goes miss, and all the bullets just start veering around him. It's awesome. That it's so badass. good. Pre- preacher, I, I'd man, like preacher to. Um, <laughs> Walking Dead has several man besides the B- Lori dying, uh, which is a, a big one in the in the book. Like before, what if her face ruined it? But um, there is um, uh, Carol in the in the books dies really early, and she literally just like in, there's a zombie tied to a pole in the prison, and she just embraces it like and just starts to like basically make out with it, and it fucking she lets it rip her face and neck off because yeah. she saw Tyrese getting a, a blowy from Michonne. Uh, we need, we need Tyrese in the gym is another oh big God, one there. Yeah, the Carl murdering those fucking twins and being uh, like Carl stone motherfucking his, cold about it. Carl getting his half his head blown off. Oh, yeah, it's a good yep. one. Man, Walking Dead does Huge. have some good ones. Uh, uh, is Glenn's death? Glenn, Glenn's Glenn's death is a big one. Yeah, yeah anything with bulging, Which they did really well. Oh, uh, Abraham getting shot through the head and still talking out while he's nowhere. out of absolutely nowhere. God, fucking Dwight. Does Invincible have any? They need... Invincible? I haven't read it. Oh, I thought you had it. Okay. No, I want to. Deadly Class has a bunch. There's yeah. nothing yeah. I can They really need to have more, yeah, there needs to be more comedy ones. Like, Ultimate 
Captain America, who she has a face up of like Cap's face when he's all pissed off, and he uh, and someone's talking about retreating, and he's pointing at the A, and he's like, "You think this stands for France?" God, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the Ultimate Universe was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. There was a funny line today in that Nova book that I was reading. He was uh, like, there was they were basically trying to get their helmets, so they like took them off. They were faking like they were going to give it to him, and so he was just trying to like basically stall for time and he was like you could take my helmet but you can never take my freedom <laughs> and then like they they have like this like psychic link so they can talk to each other uh and he's just like are you fucking quoting braveheart obviously didn't say fucking but yeah it was really funny they, it uh, just keeps going on man they in researching this like just to see if there's anything i'd forgotten about i found this one i didn't know existed it's where punisher and wolverine fall <laughs> and Punisher shoots him with a shotgun in the face, and it peels his skin off, and you just see adamantium, and then he runs him over with a uh, like a steamroller, <laughs> and it just leaves it on top of him, and he walks out, and he's looking down, and he goes, well, we had differences. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. There's a, um, uh, a really cool uh, crossover, DC Marvel crossover, with the Punisher and Batman, where they're fighting Jigsaw and the I Joker. I saw that, yeah. Uh, there's one where, uh, like, he's going to kill the, like, Punisher's going to kill the Joker. He's got a gun up to his face and everything, and Batman comes in and lets him go. And then the Punisher just hits the shit out of Batman, and let's just double splash page of him just hitting the shit out of him, and Batman's like, ah, oh, I figured you deserved that one. And then he tries to hit him again, and Batman catches his fist. He says, I said one. And he throws him up against the wall. He's like, don't come back to my town, Castle. Man, Punisher has some cool ones, too. At the end of uh, when all the world's ending, right, going into Secret War, when he walks into the bar where all the villains are, and he's counting bullets, and he goes, they say you can't take them with you. And like he's just going <laughs> to go on a murder spree. <laughs> oh, there's a cool uh, splash page, too, with the uh, DC uh, Marvel um, amalgam thing that they did in the 90s, mm-hmm. which was overall just a shitty book. But, um, yeah, it was. Uh, there was a, a really awesome fight scene between Cap and Batman uh, where they're fighting in the sewers underground, and uh, they both throw, like, Cap throws a shield and Batman throws a batarang, like, at the exact same time. There's a, a big splash page for that. It's really cool. Uh, this isn't, like, splash pages, and I'm, I'm not going to go through them all, obviously, but um, comicbookresources.com has a, a really cool they list of, like, se- yeah, well, this is the 70 most iconic, uh, specifically Marvel, and I'm, I'm sure they probably have one for DC, too, but there's some really good ones. The No More Mutants is number 16 in here. Um, What's number one? What's number one? Uh, number one is uh, Spider-Man, holding the guy who uh, who, who kills killed Uncle, Uncle ben. ben. Yeah, it's probably the most iconic. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's the one of uh, Bullseye killing Electra. That's number, oh yeah, uh, that's, that's number three. One. I remember seeing that. It, Mary they Jane's show, first time. You forget that she, she doesn't die instantly. That they show her stumbling for like six more panels of her. Like, <laughs> ugh. man, there's some good stuff in here scrolling through this. There actually is um, one in particular that I did think about uh, from oh, more Stacey. of an independent side. Um, in the the Amory Wars comics, actually, mm-hmm. the the Coheed based comics. Um, the shot of the the character Ambelina, who is like the protector of the main character, almost the uh, protector of Jesus in a way. Um, she is a what's called a price. She is a winged, basic uh, blue angel who has immortality. Uh, she burns her hair and wings off in a sacrifice to become mortal, to become his like living protector. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is a pretty famous especially for fans just single splash page with a couple panels kind of overlaid over it but it is just her like fully spread out no clothes or anything but she's not yeah no nipples or anything um as is on my arm but she's just kind of like almost in a cross position just flames wait you forgot about your tattoo 
No, because this isn't actually from it, but it oh, did remind okay. me. Uh, and then there's one that I'm having a hard time remembering right now, but it is toward the end of the first collected edition in which uh, the characters of Coheed and Cambria, who have been basically going through this incredible intergalactic battle um, throughout planets that have kind of assumed their full original form uh, in a way that's just really badass seeing those two characters that are husband and wife fighting each other uh, to the death. Sorry, I'm just going through Ranker's top. <laughs> that does sound. Josh, that does sound cool. Yeah, and Key of Z had a bunch of cool Key of Z has too. some cool, really cool splash pages. I remember reading. Yeah, I'm reading just trying that. to remember. That's why I was like looking up right now. There is one I would love to talk about, but I'm not going to for spoilers because it's a huge spoiler for uh, Why the Last Man. God damn it! I need to read that. Yeah, you yeah. do. Oh, oh, is it the last? The end? Uh, a couple of. Well, there's a few things towards the end. Yes, the, but the very the, last. Like every time I've tried to borrow it again, you guys are saying no. You well, can't borrow. Those are Kristen's. I've got all the collector's editions. I've asked a couple it's true. times. You can't have them. I'm <laughs> anyway. you right now. Torrent like an American. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, a, oh, lot, no. like, a lot of the Key of Z stuff <laughs> you? in which... No. A lot of the Key of Z stuff in which like they're being led by the harmonica. like Just hordes of zombies kind of following that tune. Um, I think it's really cool. But um, We should probably move on. We are going to yeah. move on. <laughs> We're going to move on to Trey's topic. Okay. Politics. <laughs> Politics. Um, huge dick. <laughs> it's It'll huge dick. No, it's huge dick. Yeah, but you just said huge dick. It's hyphenated. You di- I, cr- I created nicknames. this. Huge dick. <laughs> anyway. God damn it, Trey. <laughs> Pod, uh, podcast. Let's talk about podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my topic. So um, we're going deep here. <laughs> well, yeah, so it turns out we're on one. Uh, which is good. I hope everybody listens to that. I prefer um, free for all. <laughs> but uh, on top of, of our podcast, funny. and the reason that I initially wanted to do a podcast is because uh, I've been listening to him for God, eight years now, I guess. It's a long time. Yeah, I've been listening for a very long it's time. Been a very I started long time. about eight years ago and quit about six years ago. Uh, and quit about six years ago? I just lost. I don't have the time. I love so them. but I, I, You have like a 30-second drive to work. Um, Not even. <laughs> I've got a twenty-minute drive to work. Yeah, I've got about a twenty to twenty-five-minute drive, and then you know, various other. Like tomorrow, I'll be driving a good forty-five minutes to work and back. So, um, and randomly, side note about podcasts. Yes, my podcast app has just decided to not load it's artwork also anymore. Weird looking. Yeah, Why do you well, have a quilt for an app? I was thinking that it, it's because it's not loading the actual app. Like, man, you do you have podcasts such on Pinterest? Bad luck. I fucking hate you. I just. That's good I, just use the, I, I just use the <laughs> Apple podcast. Oh, look at this little scarf I can make out really of old pumpkins. I can't Pinterest see any of my silly. artwork anymore. But anyway, you want to talk What's about your hair? the podcast that we listen to. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> huh? What? Hey, uh, you tangented it earlier. Change- I'm going to tangent now. Oh, tangent. Tangented. I thought you said change it in it. I did, too. Do you want to get Levitard out of the way? We're going to talk about some podcasts. I mean, I'll talk about it. No. That's offensive, Josh. Yeah, just because it wasn't funny. <laughs> Be funnier. I'm trying. <laughs> you talk to us about it a lot, but you have not talked to our, yeah. our listeners okay. about it my, my favorite podcast, even probably above our own, is uh, <laughs> Dan Levitard. Uh, it's a ESPN Granted, radio. You're never like, hey, hey, did you guys hear the interview that Evan did? You yeah, never no. never that. No, no, no. Uh, it's I am just known a, for my interviews. <laughs> yeah, you are. They're hilarious. Sexy Beast over there. 
It's a no. It's fine. It's a comedy show that has sports in it sometimes. 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 So, I my, need more sports. Is actually my problem. With I it. mean, there are so God. There's so many fucking avenues for just sports, 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 sports. Take sports seriously. If you don't take sports seriously, you get out. I had about a six month period in which I listened to every single Rich Eisen podcast, which like is some three hours a day. And see, like Dan Patrick, same way. I think that um, I think. The Van Pelt show used to be a little bit of in between. It's a lot more serious <laughs> now. SVP and Rosillo was amazing. Yeah. Yes, um, it was. But I, I like Levitard more for me because I know that I can just change whatever channel I want to and get just a shit ton of sports, including, you know, ESPN, ESPN2 most of the time, ESPNU, whatever. I will miss Mike and Mike. They had a nice little mix. More sports than Levitard, yeah. obviously. But. FYI, Mike and Mike is going away. Greeny's leaving. Oh, and well, Greeny got promoted at. Uh. at uh, well, he's ESPN. leaving the show. Yeah, Golik's probably not going to be at ESPN anymore. Oh, really? That's the rumor. They're hemorrhaging money because subscribers are so far down, and he has a large paycheck. So, well, I mean, they're still <laughs> making. They made like fourteen billion dollars last year. They're not. Yeah, they but might be losing money. It's but the it's, tr- it's the trend that they're worried about. I, I think it's a trend with every everybody though. Just any like more people are cutting the cable. It just, is, but most channels don't pay billions of dollars for TV contracts for sports like they did with the NFL. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like Amazon, Amazon just paid what was it, fifty, 50 billion. million billion I, billion. Or, it was just million. Million? Million, okay. because it's just the Thursday night games. That's true. That's true. The streaming Thursday night games, and it's still you can still like watch those on NFL Network and the other things too. It's not exclusive yeah. to that. It's just exclusive to streaming. I feel like this is karma coming back and biting them in the ass finally for bowing down to the NFL and stopping Playmakers after season one. That's fair. That Playmakers fair. was a great show. Anyway, if you okay. if you like sports but you're tired of just listening to 100 percent sports all the time, listen to Levitar because it's funny. And and I will say as someone who like. I definitely uh, enjoy sports, but by no means am I an expert. And a lot of those shows, like you were talking about, like make me f- like feel belittled. Basically, like I'm like clearly I don't know enough to understand what the fuck they're talking about. Levitard is really good about being approachable, mm-hmm. um, and I can like listen to that. And I do get a little bit of sports knowledge, but I also don't like I'm not pissed when I you know finish listening to it. Yeah, um, is that that's so that's literally the only podcast you listen to outside. I listen of, to um, um, the uh, still untitled. Uh, the Adam Savage project every once in okay. a while. Yeah, I was, I used to listen to that. I don't listen to it at the moment, but I, I interchange uh, sometimes. Listen, I switch out. Uh, you listen to all of Hunt the Truth. That's the, I what did. I was in. Hunt the yeah. Truth. I want something like that. And I want season one Hunt the Truth with Benjamin Jarreau. <laughs> he was way better. I liked season two a lot as well. It was but yeah, fine, it, but season didn't one have that was charm. incredible. I loved that shit. Um, Man, when he was so, scared... Like God, when he was, he was so like good. in the abandoned building, it was like <gasps> Keegan oh, was, was awesome. In yeah, that. Keegan yeah. was fantastic. Yep. In if you liked that, great, skinny one, not the fat one. <laughs> Nailed it. Skinny, not fat. There's a there's a podcast I listened to about I guess maybe six months ago called Homecoming. Just, just stories. And it, I like that. Well, so this is this is specifically a season, just like mm-hmm. Hunt the Truth. Uh, it's got uh, Oscar Isaac, David Schwimmer, um, a whole bunch of like super high end talent, um, and it's it's and David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in my head. I was, and no one loves David Swimmer like me. For, but I was like, for a random, for a random like David radio drama podcast. Like I thought it was pretty impressive the talent they got. Oscar Isaac is definitely like the biggest name in there. But, um, but yeah, like the whole thing is just basically like a radio drama. That's cool. Uh, and they're about to do a second season. 
Uh, I, I, like, I do. I would listen if I had time. I, that would be the thing that I. Radio would drama seem like a different kind of category of podcast than just. There's like, a lot when you of think of podcasts. You yeah, don't it's really, not really that, but it's not listed under podcasts. Correct. The only yeah, and with. that's the thing about podcasts. Like as they've kind of exploded over the last several years um, and gotten really, really big. Like there are just a ton of different dramas. Like if I go through my list of podcasts, like I have everything from a podcast called Food Stuff that literally just like. Takes a deep dive on a very particular part of like food. They did a whole episode on like yogurt at one point, and I don't even like yogurt, but it was super fucking interesting. Like they go through the history and like all the science and all the shit about different foods. Um, to like a bunch of different um, podcasts on politics. I have like one called Civics One Hundred and One. That just, I like, knew there was politics in here. Oh somewhere. yeah, yeah, yeah. You son of um, left, right, and center. Before uh, we tangent, all sorts of stuff. So much politics. Before we tangent too far away left, from left the story left. ones. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, there was so one that I started listening to about three or four years ago, and unfortunately didn't really keep up with it too much. Uh, I, I had to actually look up what it was called, called We Are Alive, um, which is very much like a radio drama. It was a sur- like a group of survivors in a zombie apocalypse, and it's basically like stumbled upon... Um, Found footage tapes, yeah. audio tapes. More yeah, less. basically, it's like, it's like audio diaries. Find in like a gotcha. uh, like a Telltale game or yeah. Horizon. Um, they have those tapes. It's it's super cool. It's just one of those things where there were so many episodes. By the time I got into it, that I couldn't go back and listen to them all. Um, now that I listen to them on like one and a half times speed, I probably could without much of a problem. Oh, I, um, I can't do it. I have. Oh, I to. love it. I, I, I also I, have to. I can listen to everything. I, I want love to it. To. Um, yeah, I listen to like forty podcasts a week almost. Um, and then the moth is a really famous one as well. Which the, that's I like used to live. listen to the moth, and like those are true stories. Really told. good. Um, it's yeah, I, I I love the different avenues of storytelling that are available to be done. Like uh, we had joked about a couple of different things we want to do, but I mean the the fact of it doesn't have to just be you know people sitting around mics talking about mm. current events. And there's been uh, a lot I of good. It. I introduced you guys to uh, Douglas movies. You did, yeah, right and you I did. still listen to it to this day. It's wonderful. I, I every now and then I skip an episode just because they're, first podcast. they're Actually, long and he puts them out a lot. But um, I, 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 the days where I don't have a Doug Loves movies to listen to are my worst days. <laughs> my, uh, I my, like it's. I stop any podcast I'm in the middle of when Doug, when a Doug Loves movies drops. Like I oh, see, yeah. just stop I, I it have, and go directly to Doug Loves. I have movies. politics podcasts that are just like that for me. But my uh, my libertard that Chuck is Bill Simmons for me. Is he uh, still doing? The, yeah, well, he had the BS Report when he was on part of ESPN, and now it's just the Bill Simmons podcast. But the whole Grantland Network, which turned into the Ringer, the Ringer, and Channel Thirty Three, which for podcast, yeah, Larry Bird, go figure if you know Bill Simmons. But <laughs> uh, but everything he did, like Hollywood Prospectus, is what I got in on that th- for I Andy, Green, to it for a Andy while. Greenwald, Pop who, Culture Happy Hour, yeah, and all That's, that. No, that is you're right. No, That's yeah, a BR. Yeah. Um, but, which is still really good. But, uh, but and it, he does The That's Watch, which is all Game of Thrones recaps and theories and stuff like no, that. I listen to that during like during the season. Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, Bill Simmons and like his network is really all I ever really check in with anymore unless I'm listening to wrestling. I listen yeah. to Stone Cold's podcast. And, uh, Col- I listen to that for a while as well. And uh, Colt Cabana's Art of Wrestling. Is does the Iron Cheek have a podcast? Because no, that would be incredible. Allowed. He's not allowed. That would be incredible. <laughs> that's, that's called hate speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be um, so funny. I mean, actually, I love podcast networks, right? Like, I mean, the... the Smodcast. Yeah, Smodcast Podcast Network. Like, I um, listen to... You, how can you look at that? It's incredibly tough. I hate it. You can't it's just it looks like you're playing... Li- <laughs> That's bad. It's um, like Gimlet, to him. Gimlet is a relatively new company. <laughs> Gray one. 
Yeah. Um, they it's they off some guys from NPR, but they do um, all sorts of different stuff. Um, the homecoming I was talking about is a part of the Gimlet Network. Uh, the only other one I mentioned from them is called Reply All, and it's literally just like stories about the internet. The best thing they do is this thing called uh, Yes Yes No, where they get their the CEO of the company, their boss, and they find some like super obscure tweet, and like they basically ask, "Do you understand this?" And both hosts say yes and yes, and then. Inevitably, the CEO says no, and they like take this deep dive on like what these weird, super like uh, unusual corners of the internet where these like random tweets come from, and like explain them all. It's easily the most fascinating podcast I listen to. It, it is one that I will usually stop what I'm doing to listen to, and they're only like thirty minutes, one one episode a week, so um, it's a quick listen. Earwolf has a couple that I actually really, really like. I don't think I've um, ever listened to theirs. So Earwolf has the, the two that I've started listening to significantly is How Did This Get Made, um, which oh, is wait. brilliant. I've heard great things about that. It's one. Paul. It's Paul Shear and yeah. Jason Manzukis. Yeah, and Paul Shear's wife. So it's the league and Paul oh, Shear's okay. wife included. But how did this get made? Is they just uh, that's the one you keep telling us about. Yeah, they watch shitty movies from the history of movies and just break them down. Sometimes live, sometimes in the studio with guests. But they they talk about the movie, break it down like scene by scene almost, and then they go into a bunch of different segments in which, you know, if it's live, they have audience members ask questions, because they put out a mini episode in between every episode that they have to let you know what they're going to be watching, so you can follow along, or if you're going to be in the live audience, you can bring questions and theories and things like that. But then they also do, like, second opinions in which they get five-star reviews from these shitty movies from Amazon, and it's always really fucking funny. Jason Manzoukas is, is hilarious. Well, who's, that's Rafi, by the way. Um, and then they also have that. That's where the Hollywood Blacklist is, which the Hollywood Blacklist is a podcast that I've only just started listening to. But the Blacklist itself is now this kind of collection of unmade the most sought after and the what is considered the best unmade scripts. And they hire like full acting companies, basically. Like Paul Shear has done some, and they've gotten a bunch of like. Aisha Tyler was in the last mm-hmm. one that I listened to, things like that. And they literally just they have one person narrate as the action cues and everybody else perform their parts. Most recent one I listened to was like this far flung future in which almost fallout like there was an apocalypse that wiped out almost all of humanity and the the story itself follows Aisha Tyler's character who is um a like service robot, basically like an in home robot who helps cooks and cleans and stuff like that. And, and bugs. She- <clears throat> That actually is part of it as well. Uh, but she like goes on. She, she starts out uh, making friends with a neighbor robot who doesn't quite understand that the children that she's taking care of have died in the, the blast. Um, and she like goes on this epic quest to try and repair her friend who's like running out of battery and things like that. And they end up getting rung into this like gladiatory uh, arena combat that is run by like some of the few human stragglers, but the way that the stories are told and like actually getting to listen to them as though it were an uh, an audiobook, it's really really interesting and it's cool to kind of think of like what this movie would look like if they were to make that. Um, yeah, it's totally one if you've got an extra two hours to listen to. It's it's basically <laughs> like listening to a movie. Um, last thing I mentioned because I know we're running over on time, yeah. but this is literally the reason that I wanted I brought up this topic in the first place. There's been like a string of really good investigative journalism podcasts. Uh, over the last yeah, year or so. Big so, news. Uh, <laughs> Serial was definitely the first big one. I've been listening to This American Life um, for years and years, probably five or six years now. Um, and they're the ones who made Serial, which is this super like deep dive on a, a murder case from several years back. Um, this kid in high school who uh, murdered his girlfriend. And like basically they were like almost retrying the case um, over the course of the podcast. 
Um, and it was like a giant kind of pop culture hit. A lot of people who didn't listen to podcasts listen to podcasts now. Probably it was like a lot of the West Memphis 3 documentaries that came yeah. out. Um, so they just did a new one, though, called um, S-Town, short for Shit Town. Um, it's about this town in Alabama. Um, and basically, three years ago... They should have just come out with Shit State. Uh, State. No kidding. Um, it's not Mississippi, though. Um, but anyways, this guy gets a call from this like super redneck, like kind of like really eccentric dude. Um, and like tells him about this murder that like went down that didn't get like solved. And he basically goes to Alabama to kind of like see what's up. And like what unfolds from there is the most fucking riveting, like crazy story I've ever heard. I listened to all seven episodes. (coughs) Um, they're about 40 minutes to an hour each. Mm -hmm. I listened to the whole thing in one day. Like I literally could not stop listening to it. I was like. Sitting on my couch instead of watching TV or anything. It's the I had headphones Netflix on. comedy of podcasts <laughs> for Trey. Um, sort of, yeah. But anyways, um, man, like I just marathon the shit out of it. If you do happen to listen to it, and more so for people listening than than guys who haven't listened to it here, because I know it's not really your guys' thing, but get to the end of episode two. Like things change in a way at the end of episode two of that that will like fucking blow your mind. Uh, you supernatural uh, argument. Yes, indeed. And, I mean, uh, episode two, not season two. <laughs> Uh, one last one. Uh, S Town. It is really, really good. Also, Missing Richard Simmons is super fascinating. It's only six. Episodes. That is super cool sounding. I actually want Holy to read shit, that. It's I awesome. want to listen to it. It's yeah. Apparently, also, Richard, Richard Simmons, Simmons is still just missing, gone missing. And it's crazy. Where the fuck like, are he you? Disappeared off the face of the earth, and like his best friend in life is like he started a podcast series that well, is just or he did it, a podcast. Well, it's just not series. his best friend, but it is it is a guy who's close to. Him. Uh, we should yeah, start. Wa- we should start watching that one or listen to that one. What? What's in? What's up in Boone? <laughs> um, That's awesome. The last one I want to talk about because we've talked about like Giant Bomb and yeah. Kind of Funny and stuff like that a lot. And I mentioned yeah, this Giant one Bomb in, is the reason we're here. Yeah, um, uh, p- podcast beyond for me. Um, well. But like I've mentioned this a couple times in recent weeks, but I do think it's worth mentioning. Uh, Pockets full of soup. <laughs> Which he actually has told the story on that podcast as to why he called it Pockets Full of Soup. Um, it's Jared Petty, who was an IGN employee, now an EA employee. Probably the most sincere human being you could ever listen to. The dude is just, like, super endearing. He's a, a former minister. Um, he has lived uh, in Japan teaching English for years. He is... Um, just the nicest human being that you could possibly listen to. He brings a lot of fans and a lot of uh, coworkers and things like that into his, or he actually usually goes to their home and just has them tell personal stories. Usually uh, it starts with somebody that they're thankful for and then tells a lot of stories about that person within their life and then goes into a few like quick fire question and answer sessions. But it's almost always incredibly intriguing. He gets these people who have these amazing stories to tell. Greg Miller did the first ever episode and uh, he talked about his battle with cancer but then really linked it back to something that happened years ago when he was in college kind of or his first job out of college meeting a a child who was battling cancer and how that helped him prepare without even thinking about it his own battle that would happen 10 to 15 years later and it's like it gives you a completely different aspect brian altano from the comedy button has been on there talking about living in new york during 9-11 um and like actually being able to go to like the rooftop of his apartment building and see those buildings quite crash, which he actually did. Like, there's a lot of really cool stories to be told, um, and he usually gets some really interesting ones out of that. So cool, yeah. Pockets full of soup. Apparently, he was cold walking home in Japan and bought like these hot bags of soup that you could buy and put them in his pocket and use them for hand warmers. <laughs> uh, that's how I like my soup <clears throat> bags. Japan, Preferably yeah. in my pockets. Japan. Um, Very portable that way. Evan. This would normally be my topic, uh-huh. but I don't want to get all serious with the uh, the topic that I was going to go with. So uh, you oh, have something curious. prepared. That wouldn't have been bad. Yeah, it's been a while. It has. 
It's Josh Hate Scale number four. I'm so excited. You're on the fourth one? Hmm? I, I, didn't, I just we're thought we were on farther than four. No, we're on four. All right. I believe this, you. This will end on five. Just surprised. And then so we're, we're going to the super tournament. We'll see. I have a plan. God damn it. <laughs> Evan never makes it easy. To preface this, because it's been a while, Josh hates many things. He hates what we love and loves what we hate. <laughs> but he's wow, a super passionate is. guy that likes a lot of things, but he also hates a lot of things. And that is tombstone material right there. <laughs> I have attempted strongly to tone down my verbal uh, abuse of certain people. <laughs> Uh, with that said, this is the fourth list. I have 20 things listed that Josh has professed hate for. Uh, Can to, I be on this one, too? Because to I missed the one that I was on. To one or all of us. We're, we, are gonna, we will number this down 20 to 1, and we are going to have a face-off eventually between some of the winners. Yeah, face-off. I've watched that twice in the past week. It's because cool. Nicolas Cage. It comes on, and I just don't change the channel. That is what happens I with mean, that. Why would you? Nick Cage. Uh, so, Mag boots. Uh <laughs> That's yes. name is Caster Troy in that movie. Uh, recapping the winners, but not everything that's happened before. Fuck. Uh-huh. Um, we, I don't even from, I'm upset that I didn't win. <laughs> you should be. You were top five. Uh, that's bullshit. From top ten. Josh Hate Scale uh, number three, the winner was actually Pennywise. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, what about the new Pennywise, huh? Man, when he's coming out of the water? Uh, yeah, that's a little creepy. Josh Hate Scale number two winner was Baseball. <laughs> Shocker! It's so stupid. All right, I remember number one. I mean, and, and number one was Tim Burton. <laughs> I mean, that's not uh, even a question. So let's find out who's going to win number four. Uh, your nominees are uh, number one, Terrence Malick's Tree of Life. Fuck! God damn it. <laughs> Why do you always start out so strong? I hate that. Uh, number two, fuck the movie Carol. <laughs> uh, number three, left-handed jerking off. <laughs> It's so hard to do. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's like a spaghetti noodle. Why, why did you, where did that come from? Uh, like this a, is from a while ago. It, it was mentioned at some point. I, I think I mentioned that I just don't do anything with my left hand no, at all. Number and, four, uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, number five, uh, Collider. Fuck. <laughs> uh, number six, Best Picture winner, Moonlight. <laughs> A couple uh, of movies on here. Yeah. Uh, number seven, uh, Chuck referring to Mary as imaginary Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're back Jason, on. You fucking yeah. douchebag. Uh, number eight, Dude. Duke. Uh, num- Fuck. Number nine, being on top. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I don't mind putting in the work. <laughs> Number 10, Cat Dennings. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> She's got big boobs, though. Uh, Real big ones. Number 11, uh, the movie that beat out Lord of the Rings to Two Towers for Best Picture Chicago. Fuck. <laughs> A lot of movies on here this time. Uh, I've forgotten the number. I think 12, the Denver Broncos defense. Oh, that's uh, salt the wounds. Number 13, children. <laughs> that's a contender. Uh, number 14, April Fool's Day. Fuck. Uh, 15, the O'Reilly Autos, Auto Parts thing with Back to the Future. <laughs> Fuck! God, it's so dumb. Uh, number 16, finding a place you have never been before on your own. <laughs> oh. 
top five. That's not number one. You're full of shit. Top five. Uh, number 17, well done steak with all the fat cut off. Oh, fuck you. No, that's just a goddamn abomination. It's a uh, thing that like should it. not be. I like it. Uh, I hate you. Number 18, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a love-hate relationship. Uh, that's bullshit. That's a tolerate-hate relationship. That's much more accurate. The possibility of me uh, trying out the nickname Scooby Snack on you. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, where did that come from? Oh, I think First his imagination. Yep. Oh, that's nice. what I love about it. Uh, at number 20, inevitably having to explain to Mary why Brady keeps posting pictures of keys. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> God damn it. Well, let's start whittling this down. <laughs> oh, God. So there are a couple of, like, top five. I'm not going to make the top sure. ten again. No, you're not. I God. Will, I am sending you a text with, it, with Please, this list. Please, because, so yeah, it's always hard to remember. It's hard to remember. Um, He's not going to get that text. That's <laughs> has, has his own phone been on one of the hey scales? Or technology. Yeah. Technology was one of the Tech Aids okay. was one. Tech Aids was one. Technology okay. in general should be one. No, or just his text. phone. Yeah, I just sent it to you. So next year. Yeah, we'll Jesus see. Jesus Um Pink what Floyd the... is a top five. Like that we're just gonna go ahead and lock that one in. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Ah, Tree of Life. God damn it. <laughs> that's that's potential top five. I know my man here. <laughs> Oh, you know if you don't put like that Scooby Snack one of the top five, that's your new nickname, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, There's only so many top fives. That's Wait, what I'm hoping for Moonlight's but... Moonlight's potential top five. God, potential top five: the Josh Barnett story, <laughs> everything. No. Oh yeah. No, no. Potential bottom five or top five. Either way, he doesn't like to be on top though. That's fair. <laughs> and the keys is potential top five as well. That's... <laughs> That's going to be a hard one. Um, <laughs> I think we should get Chuck drunk and then have her ex- or have him explain it to her. Okay. So I can that go ahead and give you a, I'll explain this what's, whole list. What's around 20 here? Uh, 20 is either being on top or the left-handed jerking off. Because <laughs> I've never tried one. <laughs> on top. Being on top? And the other... Fuck you guys. It's nice. The other one at this point, I certainly have no problem putting in the goddamn It's okay. <laughs> I mean, if you get laid, so it's still so nice. 20. 20 is being Yeah, I'm just saying, it's definitely okay. not preferred. I mean, look, in that hate it, particular though. situation, there are so many variations, good enough things though. are happening that I'm not going to put that in a hate Okay, scale. okay, that's fair. Uh, so, yeah, number 20 it's is... Like, it's like rabbit ears on a TV. This conversation is like, number one. It's like, doing, <laughs> it's like doing the gazelle. Yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins. You can't do it. <laughs> No one, Tony Robbins, you idiot. Tony Robbins is a motivational speaker. That yeah, guy's whatever. an exercise guy. Who the fuck does the gazelle? The guy with the ponytail. Yeah, that's not Tony Robbins. No, Tony Robbins hungry. <laughs> that was funny. You do know it. All right, so it's number 19, left-handed jerking off. Yeah, number 20 is being on top. Number 19 is left-handed jerking off. Okay. Um, uh, all right, number 18 is Tori. Okay. Oh, wow, Tori. He's going to be disappointed. Poorly. Yeah. We have a person. He hasn't, Tony he hasn't, Little. Tony he hasn't Little. poked at me in a while. He okay. hasn't really done Tony much something. to annoy me lately. Wait, are you talking about the P90X guy? No. He's not okay. P90X. I'm talking about the gazelle guy. Okay. The gazelle guy. Okay. With I'm the ponytail. Um, yeah. Fuck. All right. We've got three done. <laughs> we do have three done. Um, Damn it. That's, Him. That steak one oh, really yeah, pisses okay. me off. <laughs> That steak I own a really gazelle now. I knew they'd get you. Like a real one? I laid Are you going to eat like it? Yeah. I can't, I can't do it yet. It's um, a bit gamey. 
17, right? <laughs> yeah, 17 is what we're at. Scooby Snacks. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, Scooby Snacks. I had, keep going. I had to put myself, I had to, like, draw a line here. Would it really be that bad if I were called Scooby Snacks? There's no reason. Like, literally, I was like. Has Sammy been on one? Yeah, that was okay. a while. That was Sammy like was, a two. I was, was like. It was high up. There's been a nickname on every one of them. I'm like, well, we ran on nicknames. And I was like, well, let's try a new one. It's been a while. That's what I'm saying. I was going to try out Scooby Snacks. That's fair. I like it. Uh, 16. So I, I lived in Denver. They stole a, a very important moment for me in my life. But and the was... late hits the following season. Okay, so last year's Denver defense <laughs> is fucking high on this list. But as a whole, Denver's defense, they're 16 Okay, okay. Wow. I got to factor in the entire history of the Denver Broncos defense. Uh, they did punk out Green Bay one time, and I really enjoyed seeing that. The Orange Crush. It, it was Steve Atwater puts them high on my list for enjoyment. Um my phone just fucking opened up an app. <laughs> Technology's awesome. God, God. God. Why have we not put technology on every list? <laughs> so that it wins every one. list and becomes the ultimate winner. What are we at? 15? Yes. You put a, This is a hard fucking list. Just pick some Scooby Snacks. <laughs> oh, SS Barnett. That was the other thing. I was like, we might call him SS in, and like that has Nazi undertones. Correct. Jewish things. I was like, so it gets bad. You can't do that. Um... Cat Dennings. At 15? I know. Oh, Thor the Dark World is back <laughs> on the table. That's a good movie. No, it's not. <laughs> That's a great movie. I fucking hate you. <laughs> also, yeah, her boobs disqualify her being anything more than bottom that's, five. That's really why she's there. I mean, they're, she's I mean, they're essentially she's like 50 cal yeah. oh, yeah. bullets. <laughs> Number 14. She's got 1950s titties. Oh, yeah. They don't make them like that. No, they don't. <laughs> This isn't Man, fair. I came in the store today. It yeah. was close. Really? It was impressive. 15, right? You're at 14. Cat Dean's was 15. Children. Children is 14. Oh, can how he says that word? Children on the list for me? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Children is my number 14. Number 13. I don't know where to go from here. I'm going to need you to pick something. I know. Um, Carol. Wow. Okay. Ooh. I'm not happy about that. That should be top ten. That movie <laughs> fucking sucked. But I get to associate it with also the day that I saw Brooklyn, and Brooklyn was just delightful. That, that's fair. Damn, I need to watch. All that. right, twelve. Yeah, you do. Fuck, it's good. I'm gonna love it, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> There's Shit. no way you can. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it is literally made for you. I need to watch it with Kristen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The O'Reilly Auto Parts thing. <laughs> yeah, not top ten. God damn it! I hate you. This is a tough. This is might might be your toughest hey. list. Hey, Scooby's next. Go to O'ReillyAutoParts.com. <laughs> I love how Trey has embraced this so quickly. All right, uh, we're down to number eleven. Number last 11. one for the top ten. Yeah, number eleven is going to be. Fuck you, man. Imaginary Mary. No! I didn't make you the top. both got new nicknames tonight. Damn it. Scooby Snacks and Imaginary Mary. Uh, we're not together doing. forever. Oh, the comic duo. That's the second time I haven't made the top ten. No, you made the top no, ten. No, I didn't. Before. I was 11th. Oh. Nah. They, he's admitted it was a mistake. You it's are okay. the elusive 11. But <laughs> Hey, Josh. No. You, you were the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Of <laughs> like, he didn't want to give you recognition. Uh, no. Number 10. Just because it's ridiculous that it ever won Best Picture is Chicago. Okay. <laughs> and all that fucking stupid jazz. 
Um, Bonnie Rich. <laughs> Number nine. And this is really, this is like a tale of fallen heroes because I used to love these people. Uh, but then they became the Blacks. world's most <laughs> annoying douchebags. It's Collider.com. Okay. That's a number nine. I you might have just started the realizing. I hate that site. You still read it all the time. Oh, you a... reference it all the time. And it's, is it ever positive? No. But why do you read it? Because I hate myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the true number one on the Josh hate scale is Josh. I cannot believe you haven't put that on there yet. Josh? Yes. <laughs> that had to be for the final list. Yeah, I, I probably yeah, just ruined Lord. it. It's number eight. Uh, number eight is. I can't put them out of the top five. Tree of Life. Yeah. That fucking douchebag. That pretentious asshole. Terrence Malick sucks. <laughs> Inarasu? Number, number seven. Number seven. Pretentious. April Fool's Day. Ooh. I thought that might be top five. I, I, I thought it would be too, but. All right. Say one more, then I'm going to say what we've got left. Yeah. Number six is going to be. I get, There's. There is literally a way. You just pick one. Finding a place I've never been. To <laughs> on my own. You are lying to yourself. That is the most bullshit. You ever. are lying to yourself. <laughs> oh I don't God. like it. I don't like it. All right. God. We we might be projecting our own hatred uh, yeah. of Josh finding it. All right. Place. What we that have left, the five we have so. left for the top five. The top five are uh, Pink Floyd. I knew that was going to be there. Best Picture winner, Moonlight. <laughs> That's so stupid. It really is. It sucks. Duke. I could not have him in the top five. I uh, wanted to put it at six. Well done, steak with all the fat cut off. <laughs> Don't you take my goddamn fat away. And inevitably having to explain to Mary why Brandy posts pictures of keys on your Facebook. <laughs> top five? Yes, it is. Do you know what that conversation is going to have to be like? <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it winds it's up being really not that awkward. It's either going to be awkward or it's going to be the best fucking you night know of your life. me, right? <laughs> Never mind. All right, all right. What's number five? The keys. Okay. All right. It made top five. <laughs> oh, that was a late addition to the list, too. It looks like it was last one. <laughs> uh, number four. But you unlock it. Man, twist the lid. There it uh, is. All right. What's number four? <laughs> then lock it back. Steak. <laughs> the lock oh, yeah. The well, well done, done steak, steak with all the, with fat, all the fat cut off, cut off is number four. <laughs> it's a slide against man. It's a slide against everything. <laughs> That's right. I don't mind it. Of course you don't. Uh, I mean, I'll eat it because it's food, so damn but... old. I mean, I'll cut the fat off after it's cooked. So we have Pink Floyd, Duke. I'm not gonna eat the fat. The best picture winner, Moonlight. Gross. <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> that Moonlight is top three. Moonlight's number three. But I hate that movie. All right. What's number one? You Pink totally watched Moonlight before you would explain that to Mary. Pink, yep. Pink Floyd. It's oh. already gone from. Hey, that, that's not a note. Bad movie. It might be a little overrated. It, it, it that movie me. sucked. It's Pink a top Pointer five. Duke I hate number one. That God. <laughs> God. Somebody just like rolled over some bubble paper. Yep. Pink Floyd is number one. Yeah. Duke is really high up there. In the polls. What? It's not the Chuck hate scale, Chuck. It's ridiculous. My number one of the hate scale is this fucking hate scale. Because it's bullshit. <laughs> All right, to recap. Are you, are you still upset that you're not top ten? Eh, yes, he is. He is little. absolutely bitter. All right. Number, I'm always bitter. I'm number always. 20 for Josh hate scale number four, being on top. 
number 19. My favorite thing about these is always revealing the list. Uh, number 19 is left-handed jerking off. Uh, <laughs> yes, it, with that motion. Number 18 is Tori. <laughs> Uh, number 17, the possibility of me calling you Snoopy, Scooby Snack from now on. Uh, yes, yeah, Scooby Snack. <laughs> number 16, the Denver Broncos defense. Uh, number 15, Cat Jennings. Uh, let's see. Number 14 is Children. <laughs> uh, number 13 is the movie Carol. Uh, number 12, the O'Reilly's Auto Party. <laughs> It's so stupid. I can't believe it made it that high. It's so stupid, man. Stop sharing it. Number 11, Chuck referring to Mary as imaginary Mary. Uh, and the top it's 10. It's because it's true. The movie Chicago at number 10. Uh, the n- number 9 is Collider. Uh, number 8 is Tarek's Malik's Tree of Life. <laughs> number 7 is April Fool's Day. Uh, number 6 was finding a place you've never been before on your own. Number five, inevitably having to explain to Mary why Brady posts pictures of keys on your Facebook. <laughs> Number four, well done steak with all the fat cut off. Number three, best picture winner, Moonlight. Number two, Duke University. And number one, Pink Floyd. Stay tuned for the last list Indeed. of the Josh Hate scale. And speaking of uh, the last, Chuck, Yo. we got the last topic of the night. All right. Uh, well, as uh, everybody knows, at least here and most of the people who listen, I enjoy some fantasy baseball. Uh, it is fantasy baseball season. You can put that on the. That's how you still check like fantasy. You baseball, really want to be in the top five. You want to be a number one, don't I you? I want to be a, a, in the ten in the discussion at least. <laughs> I mean, you're winning the discussion. You just he works to fall real short. fucking hard at it. To be fair, <laughs> that, yeah, that's really, true. Really I want to fucking fucking that It is ramped up since the Josh Hate scale started. <laughs> Yeah, it's fuck all, you, Josh. It's anyway, all just um, a bid for a, <laughs> a high position. Anyway, um, Moonlight was awesome. Also, uh, <laughs> fantasy baseball. So, what I was thinking as far as this draft, I'm, I'm want to do some of these uh, fantasy drafts and uh, and these uh, potlucks. We're gonna do a fantasy draft of movie sports peoples. Okay, fictional sports folks. There you go. Nailed it. That's a little better. Uh, so uh, we're doing one from the three major sports, baseball, basketball, and football. Nobody gives a shit about hockey. Um, however, there is going to be another category. Don't you say it's going to be There are going to be two others that could include anything from golf to uh, NASCAR to, you know, anything. Uh, so are we looking for hockey. are we looking for sports dominance here as well? Yeah, what are we? Oh no, yeah, or is it like I- iconic in terms of being a character? Or what? I'm gonna okay. let you decide. Okay. However, you cannot pick two of the same sport. Only okay. movies or movies and TV? Movies, movies. Okay. Oh, Josh is gonna struggle. He hasn't been prepared. His phone is blank. Oh, I'm absolutely not prepared for this. <laughs> awesome. So, Scooby Snack, I'll let you go first, buddy, and then we'll go. No, then we'll go round robin, Trey, myself, Evan, and then snake we'll, draft it. we'll snake it around. Yep. All right, Josh, you're up, buddy. <sighs> Fuck. I, I, are we going to start I with the sport, it. or can we hop around like for each individual person? Or should we all do football, then I'll do baseball? No, nah, you can okay. hop around. Let's okay. hop around. Okay. A little freedom. This is America. Okay. This is America. Oh, this is America. Um, <laughs> clearly, go ahead and get the worst sport out of the way first. Uh, you need a starting pitcher, and it's Wild Thing Rick Vaughn. That's a good one. It's closer, though. Well, he started as a starter, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And but then he didn't wasn't find until, success yes. until he was the closer. Well, but that's he needed, okay. He needed to get those glasses. He's Mark Wollers. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's a stretch. 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go John with... Rocker, maybe. <laughs> Rick Vaughn. All right, the wild thing going the wild first. Wild thing. Cool. I mean, only, he's got his own intro. That's fair. Trey? Trey, you're up, buddy. I'm debating between a couple here. Uh, I'm not going to lie, neither of which I know that well, but uh, I'm using the internet for this. Awesome. Um, hmm. And you said this can't be based on real people, right? Like, this can't be a, right. a real-life depiction of a person. I mean, yes. It's, it, it's a fictional entity, yes. So, like, you can't choose, like, the dude from The Express or whatever that was, like, the dominant. Or, like, the hurricane that's based yeah. on a real person. Booby Miles. I'm going Crash Davis. Crash well, Davis, hell yeah, man. Bull Durham. That's a great pick. Career minor leaguer, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He holds Heads the up. I'm not going to win this draft. <laughs> However, he does hold the record for minor league uh, home runs. There you go. That's a bet for you there. All right, cool. Uh, let's see here. Mm, everybody is going baseball. Thanks, guy. I'm gonna go on the other end. I'm gonna choose old Rocky Balboa. Shit, that Damn is it. yeah. That was my pick. I thought about Rocky. Alton. He's just boxing domination. Yep, the man cannot be stopped. He does not defend. He gets hit in the face as his defense. <laughs> yes, his and face he laughs outla- at you. His face outlasts your face. <laughs> okay. Hmm. You got back-to-back here, buddy. I do. I feel I want to get baseball out of the way. All right. There's a handful. Well, considering that all these picks for baseball have gone out, and by far the best baseball player from movies has not been picked. Yes. Roy Hobbs Damn. from The Natural. Damn. Damn, Gina. <laughs> I knew you'd pick him, Damn. so I had to get him. He's billed as the greatest baseball player ever. In that <laughs> he strikes out That's- Babe Ruth. Like, just off of a train. He hits a home run off the lights, and it explodes to end the Ba-ba-ba. movie. Jesus Christ. Ba, 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 ba. Have you All not right. watched The Natural? No. Dude, that movie is great. I have not seen a lot of sports movies. Ba, ba, if he had been taken, I would have gone with Benny the ba, ba, Jet ba, ba. Rodriguez from San Juan. <laughs> yeah, Benny the Jet. <laughs> he makes the majors. <laughs> he does. He steals home. He does. That's not easy to do, Trey. That's fair. You couldn't do it with a car. That's true. I can't decide basketball, so I'm going to let others decide for me by eliminating okay. a few because I think there's so many just really high options. So I think I'm going to go football next. All right. And I've got some options here. You do? I think I have to go with what would be considered the most dominant defensive force of all time, Mr. Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher! <laughs> he is oh, so unstoppable happy. on defense. <laughs> Don't you talk about my mama. That's good. That's good, man. Well, since we're in the... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and knock out that one of my others. I'm going to say Happy Gilmore. This is a golfing champion. Yep. He can hit it further than anybody. I mean, Scooter dominated, or Shooter. Shooter dominated Shooter. the tour. That's all I'm saying. He didn't. He lost but he didn't t- win the gold he lost, jacket. Well, he lost one tournament. That's all I'm saying. He did. The most important one. <laughs> the one that he can't get. You also, he shit for breakfast? He no. Does. He does. <laughs> he was up there. Your ball struck my foot. <laughs> He's awesome. It is good. Trey's so angry. So you've right got now. two others. You've got both your others. Up. I was yeah. going to use them. Both of my others are, are okay. gone. Okay. God, there's so many left. Am I next? You're you next, next, buddy. Sorry. Um, I'm going to go with my football pick next. All right. And one uh, Rod Tidwell from yeah. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Money. Um, I was thinking about going with uh, 
one incredibly dominant defensive force in terms of football as well in Becky the Icebox O'Shea. Which is fair. Uh, but I feel like my team needs a strong leader. And to overcome that exactly disastrous thinking. appearance in the Sugar Bowl... Footsteps Falco. Shane Footsteps Falco. Dude, I had already put Josh's second pick as You're Shane Falco. Damn right I am. The Replacements is the best sports movie. I thought of all about time. picking it just to piss you I off. Punched you. He so would hard. still be screaming no. I would be so angry. They would have to mute his mic. All right, you got back to back Pain here, pal. Fee- fee- oh wow. What was that? You got back to back here, buddy. Um, I'm gonna go with one of my others as an option here. Um. I'm really pissed about Rocky because I was thinking about that. I was thinking about Adonis as well because uh, Creed is fantastic. And it's Michael B. Jordan. And I want to steal him from Trey. So I'm actually going to go with Adonis, which is Michael (laughs) B. Jordan from Creed. (laughs) Okay. That's some bullshit, sir. (laughs) I talked myself into that one. Oh, man. My phone is failing me right now. Ooh, somebody's about to skip. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe I didn't think about this till just now. I have my basketball player. This is absolutely uh easily the most dominant basketball player you've ever seen. Don't say it. Scott Howard. Shit! One Teen Wolf is my basketball pick. It was my that was my backup <laughs> like for basketball. I was like, he's unbeatable. You know who's more unbeatable than him? Don't you say it. Bugs Bunny from Space Jam. <laughs> All right. He's unstoppable. He? Are you picking him? No. Okay. I'm picking Jimmy Chitwood. God damn it! <laughs> Jimmy Chitwood. I'll make it. The pride of Indiana. That's right. That dude doesn't Based miss. on a real person, but also made up for his I mean, they're all Hoosiers. Well, there's plenty of basketball to choose from. I'll just come back to that. I still feel the, there's better options. Jimmy Chitwood was a good one, though. Well, I need to get some other ones out of the way. And uh, You got back-to-backs here, man. I do. Three and five. And I think let's go let's get both of our others out of the way. Um let's go with the most dominant NASCAR champion of all time, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. I knew somebody. It was gonna be you. It was gonna be you. If let's you're going NASCAR, it's Cole Trickle, you goddamn monster. Cole Trickle sucks. And I'm really struggling for my next one, uh, between two people. But I think I've got to go with Roy Tincup McAvoy. God damn it! Yep, that's a good one. He shoots the back nine with only a seven iron and shoots par. And then he also, what does he shoot, an 11 he on beats the, the He beats the golf pro with nothing but uh, tools from the equipment shed. And he holds it on his last ball. Tincup. Everybody's going to remember that one shot. Tincup. Tincup's so good. I love that fucking movie. All right, so I need a baseball and I need... Football, I mean, basketball. And I'm Indian on basketball. Right. It's interesting. <clears throat> oh man, a lot of my baseball guys have been taken, but I am gonna go with a fella who hits like maze and runs like haze. Arguably, oh, I think right. the best I player from major, major League. Yeah. Fuck. So Willie Mays Hayes is my pick at number four for my baseball pick. I mean, he's so good. It took two different actors to play him. That's fair. Omar Epps is much lesser than Wesley Snipes. Come on. <laughs> like infinite. <laughs> uh, for my next pick, I'm going with a very obscure sport, but one which I feel has been dominated by this particular fictional character. Uh, that sport is ping pong. 
and that character is Forrest Gump. <laughs> I also have Forrest Gump as a return man for Alabama. <laughs> he was the most dominant return man in college history. That is true. Um, my final two picks, right? Yep. Uh, so going with basketball, I do very much appreciate a young man by the name of Bupkis. Now, Bupkis is famous because he happened to steal the basketball abilities of one Larry Grandmama Johnson. <laughs> he is going Space Jam. I mean, I'm just saying, Larry Johnson dominates any of your dumb fictional basketball players. I disagree. The man had a four-point shot at one point in time, and he threw up the LJ. It was amazing. Okay, yeah, that took him down a few points. <laughs> That movie thought Sean Bradley was worthy of being one of the top yeah. fives. Yeah, there goes your credibility. <laughs> I mean, but everybody else is fine. Muggsy Bogues. Charles Barkley. I'm struggling to remember that. Will you do your fifth pick? I'm thinking still. What do you have left? Uh, Other. Okay. Oh, there's so many others. God, there's so many others. I'm not going to win no matter what because... You have terrible picks? Right. (laughs) What we got? Climbing up that scale, baby. (laughs) Randy the Ram Jam Robinson. Is that the wrestler? Yes. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, that that's Mickey Rourke, right? Yes. That old washed-up piece of shit. <laughs> I almost went with David Arquette from the... From I would have punched you in the face. <laughs> You've already done all your others, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, there's a lot. I know. God, there's so many. I mean, I'm happy with my choices. Oh, yeah, no. Am I... Trey? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you not right. covered? Uh, I, have a, I have another. Okay. Oh, um, you got some good ones, buddy. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, my phone is failing me to the point where I feel like I've probably missed several of them. Um, and because of that, I'm going with what I'm honestly not sure if this is an obscure pick or not. It's just something I've never heard of. But it's high up on this list. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Dean Youngblood from the movie Youngblood. This is a, a hockey movie from 1986. I know what it it's is. Patrick Swayze. I've never seen it. It's okay. I would go with Patrick Swayze from Over the Top. Yeah, or Sylvester Stallone from Over the Top. That's what or I. Or Apollo Creed, or Shooter McGavin, I or went with Paul, uh, Paul. Jesus Quintana from The Big Lebowski. Oh, that would have been a good or, one. I thought Roy he... Palmer from Digstown, or Ernie McCracken. If I wanted we'll to pick through, Scott, we'll go through the missed ones. Go through the missed ones. If I wanted to pick Teen Wolf, okay. man, White Man Can't Jump has a couple of solid basketball Shh. players. You got basketball left? I don't know who you're picking. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't pick it. I've already picked my basketball. I, have, I thought I everybody picked left. basketball, sorry. All right, my football is the last one I got. I'm taking Paul Wrecking Crew from uh, the mm. first Longest Yard. Oh, the original yard. Longest Yard, okay. Yes, Burt Reynolds for the win. He hits that main guard in the nuts three times at a four-down <laughs> set. and then It's accuracy if I've ever seen it's it. It's incredible. God, I laughed so hard when I saw that. So All right. that is my fifth pick. All right, I'm down to basketball. And... White man can't jump is can, can I can I say I, I, I don't I know who this. I'm gonna pick yet. Ooh. Ooh, and I don't know if it's from that movie yet. Ooh, all right, hands up. I guess Billy Hoyle, obviously a favorite of mine, right. but I feel Sydney is the better one because he did teach us that there's a difference between hearing and listening to Jimmy. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Also, that the wind can push the ball to the right or to the left. That is true. Um, Sage advice. Right. Uh, but Billy Hoyle said that, you know, I'm going to put my mouth where his money is. It's fair. That is fair. Uh, 
And uh, to not do the move. Oh, he did the move. <laughs> That's the move. God, I love that movie. It's so good. Uh, it's the second best basketball movie of all time. Jesus behind. Shuttlesworth is up there on yeah. my list. Yeah. The number one pick in America. You know, people yeah. only want him. There's always basketball. He got games, right? He got games. There's basketball. Yeah, there's Coop. a lot from. Coop is the oh, dominant God, player for right. basketball. God, you are Should right. have done your research, Josh. Um, I don't care about your dumb. I think the most dominant basketball player on here, though, is one Mr. Neon Bordeaux from Blue Chips. Blue Chips, yep. The man is it's Shaq's story. Shaq playing himself, (laughs) basically. All he does is dunk to win the championship. They're like, here. (laughs) To be fair, (laughs) yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) I I still would have went with Billy Hoyle. He's my favorite character. I went with. I tried to go with sports domination. Neon. All right, so let's run it down. Um, number one picks. Josh had William Wild Thing Vaughn. Somehow, uh, Trey had Crash it's, Davis. Isn't it Ricky. It Ricky. is Ricky. I'm sorry, Ricky. William Vaughn was a uh, fat dude. I went two elevators. <laughs> sorry. I wish you'd gone with Rick Dorn at number one. I yeah, love Dor- Rick Roger, Dorn. Roger, Roger Dorn. Shit, Roger, I do yeah, that every time. Um, What's happening to us? My, I don't know. Pedro all, Serrano, goddammit. Serrano didn't get picked. Why don't you just read down the teams? Serrano... I'm what? trying to read down the team. I'm saying instead of like going oh, around gotcha, like we gotcha. did, like okay, so give your roster uh, my roster. Tell me how to do my own game. That's cool. Trey. I was just suggesting. Uh, <laughs> so wild thing was Josh's first pick uh, because I don't have it written down like that. Shane okay. Falco was number two. Adonis <laughs> Cree was number three. Uh, number four was somebody. See how this went. Bubkiss. Bubkiss for. And then five was somebody else that was terrible. Randy the Ram. Randy Robinson. the Ram Johnson. Oh, I didn't. I didn't list that. That's why. That's hard to read. This this worked out well, Trey. Good job, man. <laughs> uh, Not my fault. You took my advice. That's your own stupid fault. Chuck is really, he's going up on the Trey hate Chuck. scale right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I still got shot. <laughs> Suck, Trey. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Crash Davis number one. I like that pick. Uh, number two, Rod Tidwell. Eh. Uh, number three, uh, Team Wolf. That was good. It was, I, that that was, was a good pick. I had that in my pocket. I didn't think anyone else was going for it. Forrest Gump. Debatable whether or not that's a sports movie, but I'll let it slide because Trey was struggling. He's a fictional athlete. Uh, at the peak physical condition. I'm sure. just saying. Have you seen that man play ping pong? <laughs> I have. He's he's. A, who's your fifth pick? I'm. And, he, and he's like a fucking cross country runner. Who's your fifth pick? He's not gonna remember. Uh, Dean Youngblood. Damn it. Oh, that's right. Oh shit, that's right. Okay. Uh, let's I didn't see. pick a hockey went, player, you uh, bitch. <laughs> I didn't because I knew player. I wouldn't. Man, you could have had the handsome brothers. Damn. Anyway, uh, Rocky Balboa was my number one. Happy Gilmore, number two. My number three was Jimmy Chitwood. Uh, number four was a Willie Mays Hayes. And my number five was Paul Wrecking Crew. I like that lineup. Evan. It's a solid lineup. Had Roy Hobbs, uh, arguably the greatest baseball <laughs> player that never lived. Uh, Bobby Boucher. Uh, Ricky Bobby. Uh, let's see. Number four, Roy McAvoy, 10 Cup. And number five was Neon Bideau from Blue Chips that no one will ever remember because that movie was mediocre. I love Blue Chips. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. It's all the basketball movies. The Kentucky movies Wildcats about. story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the look on Nick Dolte's face when he sees Shaq, like, DM people up and jamming all over the I love that fucking movie. Man. I enjoy the hell it's out of that. Awesome. There was a few things I was surprised didn't get picked. I thought football someone might go with Willie, Steam and Willie Beeman. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's a franchise. I saw a bunch of uh, Paul Blake characters from um, yeah. Necessary Roughness. Yeah, that's fair. Necessary Roughness is a good movie. Yeah. I thought about that just fucking Clay Matthews from 20 years ago from the program. I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick Air Bud. <laughs> He's dominant. He it was Remember, Nobody stops that dog. He's Remember the most I versatile out, I just tried to stick with actual people. <laughs> when we talked about it, I was like, he's the most dominant athlete of our time. <laughs> oh, Clubber Lang. I thought about Clubber Lang. Mr. T, baby. I had Ty from Caddyshack in my pocket yeah. if I needed it. Yeah. Yvonne Drago. No, 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 no. Yeah, Drago would have been a good one, too. I, the man, well, I didn't think about martial man. arts movies. Yeah, Karate Kid. Yeah, you could have gone with Miyagi. Yeah. Miyagi? See, I th- I'm saving, I'm saving him for uh, for coach. That's fair. Coach draft. We'll do a coach draft, too. But he folks. wouldn't teach you how to sweep the leg, and that's a big problem. Huh? You don't need to sweep the leg. Yes, you, you play do. honest, man. Play honest. Sweep is on. We can get uh, Jaden Smith. Nobody from uh, yeah. Remember the Titans? Yeah, uh, well, I've got PD. I had PD on my that, short list. I mean, I it's based on those... a true story, but I don't think that all PD's of them. PD's a real person. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think those actually were Never their mind. real names. Trey. Dummy. I mean, Petey would be the one to choose because it's fucking Turk. The coach is the standout there. Yeah. Both of the coaches. That's why, yeah, warning, when we do coaches, the person who steals Gordon Bombay is getting an ice pick to the eye. Nobody wants Gordon him. Bombay. Okay, first of all, he's the Minnesota Miracle Man, goddammit. You go Hoosiers, he you go home. I mean, that's the clear number one. Absolutely. Number two is Jimmy Dugan. I need a week. Yeah, Jimmy up. Dugan. On the, the coach. <laughs> Just for his uh, pee time <laughs> alone. The duration of the urination is domination. He took <laughs> a league of their own. Tom Hanks' character. He took uh, the goalless District 5 hockey team to the Junior Olympics. I would throw into your face one Mr. Lou Brown who dominates him. That's not true. Oh, anyway. From Major League? Yes. Lou. Uh, he's, he's fantastic. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, what's the guy from Bull Durham? You lollygag around the bases. <laughs> I love sports movies. <laughs> the they are great. Uh, thank you guys for listening to yet another geek to geek um, We are on a new schedule, so this will post within two weeks. Yeah, for anybody who's live. on Facebook. <laughs> yes, if you're watching on Facebook, this, is a treat. this, this will be up in it's two weeks. Treat. I don't know why you're listening listen, to it again. If you're listening now, it came out now. <laughs> I hate everyone. Debuting <laughs> now. Day two, day two. Thank you, guys. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye from all of us here and Scooby Snack. Bye-bye. 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 Hello, I'm Andrew House, CEO of Sony Interactive. And this has been another episode of the Free For All Podcast. These wankers know you never listen to the end of this show, or any of it for that matter. So they had me use my abundantly charming voice to tell you that the show is over. You can reach them in various ways, but who really gives a shit? Again, you've already turned them off. I guess try at FFA Podcast. They probably won't respond, though, so who cares? In the meantime, here's some Britishy things to say. Wanker. Spotted dick. Fuck the Irish. Light my fag. Lift. Lou. And Fuzzy Winkle. Bye. Oh, and fuck you, Microsoft. We can always like we've all